This episode of Disney with the Ducks discusses the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Spoilers are abundant in this episode, so if you haven't watched the series, definitely go check it out. Then come back and give our episode a listen. And as always, may the Force be with you. Welcome, everybody. Live from Duck Studios, we have another episode of Disney with the Ducks podcast. And with us tonight, we've got Kevin, Master Obi-3 Kenobender, Gene... And we've got our special guest, Johnny J from the DMSW podcast. Uh, so tonight we've got a show coming for you that we think is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be discussing our thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, the, the limited run series that just uh, aired on Disney+. Plus. Um, so before we get into that, though, uh, Johnny, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of talk about your show and, um, you know, what brought you, uh, what brought you in to meet with us today. Awesome. Well, thanks, first of all, guys, for having me on the show. Um, my podcast backstory started uh, during the pandemic when kind of everybody's life changed and everybody started working from home. And I mean, I'm, I'm from Massachusetts, so big sports fan up here. And like that was my number one hobby was watching sports, going to games, hanging out with at the, at the bar with friends, watching the big games. So when the pandemic hit, that all changed for me. That all went out the window and it once sports came back, it just wasn't the same for me. Having no fans at the games, it just not being able to go to the bar with your buddies and watch the game, it just it wasn't the same experience for me. And the longer it went on, like the less and less interest I had in kind of keeping up with things. So I had finally some time to check out something new and try to find a new hobby to get into. So I started getting into podcasting and listening to podcasts because Without watching sports as much, I wasn't listening to sports radio, wasn't even in the car as much anymore because we weren't going to work. So listening to, to podcasts from my phone while I was working and eventually like the Disney passion crossed over into the podcast thing. And I was like, oh, maybe there's I wonder if there's any podcasts out there on on Disney topics and was like blown away to find out like I found like this whole world that I didn't even know existed was out there and then just started listening to all kinds of different shows and was loving it. And just the longer and longer I listened, the more and more I was like, oh, I, I'm missing out here. Like I, I got to get in on this party and, and get involved somehow. So I started doing the research and watching YouTube videos and reaching out to current podcasters, asking for advice and tips. And eventually after months of planning and changing the name and this and that, eventually uh, I jumped in and uh, launched the DMSW podcast. All right, and the DMSNW stand for Disney Marvel Star Wars, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, because that's that kind of the other reason I went with that name and that topic was there were there are lots of podcasts that I liked that were like just a Disney focus, and every time a new Marvel movie would come out, I'm like, man, I want to hear these Disney hosts that I love hearing talk about Disney. I want to hear them talk about Marvel, but they just would never really get into it, and then. Same thing with the other categories. No one was bringing up Star Wars, but you could find a good Marvel podcast. You could find a good Star Wars podcast, but there wasn't a ton of crossover that I was finding out there. So I was like, all right, this maybe that's my 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 spot to slide in. I can come up with a show where I might not grab every mm -hmm. Disney fan that's out there, but there's definitely a, a large group of Disney fans out there that also like Marvel and Star Wars as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a good show. I I've really enjoyed it. And I think that's what led me to reach out to you was I listened to your first episode and I was like, this guy reminds me exactly of myself. Um, you know, we, yeah, we're, gotta... we're from different multiverses. Yeah. Very exactly. by, hey, wait, by the, by the way, uh, our beloved Lonnie Gaines, whatever. Um, 
commented actually he said i'm just here to see johnny and john on the same screen now i know there are different people unless they're using some harry potter wizardry wizardry so just i didn't mean to interrupt you but i just needed to say that that it is thought that maybe you were the same person uh but yeah maybe not maybe not i mean i think it, when i was listening to your podcast i'm like wow we got married the same year we both have a ton of kids uh, yeah. we both yep. have similar families and from the, a couple different aspects and then i think you were you were in marching band too right like in high yeah school yep. did marching band i did i heard your last episode you talked about doing jazz band i was in jazz band too so yeah we're, so we're like, literally the same person just from different <laughs> different multiverses yeah i was like holy moly so yeah so we started talking on uh, facebook messenger and, and so i think this kind of came out of that and then you've been reaching out to some of the other guys in the group too so um yep you know, we're both new Disney podcasts and thought it was a good opportunity for us to get together and, and try to, uh, you know, spread the word about, about each of our different groups. So yeah, uh, thanks absolutely. for coming on. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say yeah. was thanks for having me on. This is yeah. big for me. This is the first time I've done a podcast interview on camera. So this is a whole oh, new experience hi. for me. Oh. So nice. I, I took a shower for you guys. I shaved, I did the haircut. <laughs> I went all in, had a, had a nice. clean up nice for you guys. Nice. Yeah, I cut my hair yesterday too because I knew I was going to be on with these guys. And uh, you got to look good when you're dealing with Gene and Kevin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. Um, so going around just to the group on the call um, or on the podcast tonight, we just wanted to talk about something non Disney to get us started. Um, so you know, we're on a podcast. Um, Johnny, you mentioned being in the car. That's one of the things that entertains people a lot. What are you guys listening to um, that's not related to Disney? What what are, what's your favorite podcast out there right now? Johnny, go ahead. Sure, I'll go. All right. So uh, my favorite non-Disney podcast is called Hashtag Dork. And it's one of the <laughs> it's one of the guys here from New England who's actually on sports radio. But he started a podcast with one of his buddies. And they, they don't really talk about Disney, but they're big into Marvel. So it's, it's what it is. Hashtag Dork. It's all the dorky stuff. It's comic books, uh, Marvel movies, MCU, Star Wars, all that type of content. So none of the Disney Park stuff or... Or Disney movies, but definitely big, heavy on the Marvel content, which is uh, what I love listening to them. So still Disney adjacent. You're, yeah, you're, sort of. You're taking the the, the uh, anti rules <laughs> approach though already. I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Gene, what about you? What are you listening to now? So I don't listen to. You probably know this. I listen to no Disney podcasts. I never have. Probably you know. I listen to ours occasionally. <laughs> um, Just to give us the download. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all about the numbers. Uh, yeah, right. my, I listen to True Crime Podcasts. That's what I started listening to uh, with podcasts. I've always been fascinated by uh, criminal profiling. Um, I've read, you know, all the books that John Douglas, who basically invented, if you've seen the, the, the show Mindhunters on uh, Netflix, it's based on his experience. And um, so my very favorite podcast is, is called Real Crime Profile. And it's about, you know, it's, it's by and about profiling. And it's very interesting, but I listen to a lot of true crime profile. I mean, true crime podcasts. And um, I mean, you could, Carly on the way yesterday asked me some for, about some different podcasts, but um, my favorite one right now is called uh, Murder Squad. It's, it's two guys, a retired cop and a retired, um, not retired, uh, a journalist. And they actually were, were both instrumental in, um, in finding the Golden State Killer. And they just, they talk about unsolved cases. They kind of crowdsource um, solving crime. And so that's kind of cool too. So that's, oh, that's you know, awesome. It makes, uh, it, it does when I'm running at night, my, it, it really increases <laughs> yeah. my pace. It really does. I'm not joking. 
it, yeah, I don't think I could even listen to one of those in my own house, though. So, um, but that's that's what uh, you know. That's what you got to do when you've got a teenage daughter, too, right? You got to listen to some of these true crime podcasts. And oh man, I know, I know all the stuff to, that she needs to be watch out for, and exactly. it does make you a little paranoid, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and my, my wife's a former cop, so that you know, that, there's that too. So, so you've already got some paranoia there, then? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. All right, and Kevin, what about you? So I just looked through my list of podcasts just a second ago, and it's uh, it's full of Disney. The, <laughs> there's only a couple that are not Disney, um, kind of Disney adjacent quite a bit. But uh, I do like some running podcasts. Every once in a while, there's an Adventure Jogger. That's a pretty good one. Um, just talking about running, you know. But after a while, it kind of gets hard to listen to just because it's about just running. So. Um, I've, I've listened to just about every Star Wars podcast out there. I try to listen to those. I learn a lot from those. So, um, yeah, mostly Disney, but every once in a while I'll do something else. Okay. How about you? So I, um, I like a few different uh, podcasts a lot. I love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. He's one of my favorite humans. I just, I loved him on Parenthood. That, he's the whole reason we named our kid Crosby, um, because I loved his character on oh, that cool. show. Mm-hmm. So with him having his podcast, I've just found it super interesting the way he interviews people and what they talk about. It's, it's, it feels very real, uh, which is, I like, so it's, it's nice mm-hmm. getting to see and the breadth of people he brings in, he brings in experts from different areas and, and entertainers, all kind of stuff. So it's really cool. And then Smartless with um, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Love those guys too, because they're hilarious. Um, so that's been a really good one. And then just like one work-related one I listen to is Adam Grant has one um, called, and of course now I'm going to forget it, um, but Adam Grant's got his podcast out there and he's like an organizational psychologist. Um, and it's kind of just about how to better work within your organizations. For, it's for leaders, it's for um, lower level folks in the organization. So it, that's really cool too. Plus he's a Michigan guy. Um, so I, I like that about him. But um, yeah, so I, I definitely took advantage of this and, and just throughout more than one, but that's how it goes. Right. And then Kevin, I get what you're saying though, about the running podcasts. I love them too. Like marathon training Academy. I, I listen to a lot, but mm-hmm. it, after a while it just gets, it gets to be a bit much. And I'm like, all right, I got to move my mind on to something else, but there's so much yeah. good information there that I keep coming back to it, of course. And, and the folks are entertaining. So that always helps. All right. So that's good. We got, uh, got a lot of good things out there that we're listening to outside of Disney. Um, although I don't know, Kevin and Johnny, you guys seem like still, still pretty tied into the Disney world, but yeah, it's hard to break free. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and there's so much out there. Um, but today that's all day. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, but so today what we wanted to do was we wanted to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. So all six episodes are now released on Disney plus. Um, one thing I want to warn our listeners, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want spoilers, you probably want to turn us off, go watch six hours of TV and then come back and, and finish and, and see if you agree with us or not on our thoughts on the show. Uh, but this is going to be full of spoilers. Um, with uh, Johnny, Kevin, and, and Gene. We've got a lot of Star Wars love on this show, so I'm sure there'll be some some really good discussion coming out of it. Um, so basically, I just want to open it up for discussion. I don't really have any questions prepared. Um, I guess, Kevin, let's get your thoughts first on, you know, just overall thoughts on the series. Okay, Kevin. so, um, you know, Obi-Wan, it's no secret. Obi-Wan's one of my favorite characters. I've always loved Obi-Wan since I was a kid. Um, I'm kind of in my own area, I guess, if you want to call it that, as far as like in the prequels, I'm 
one of the rare ones that actually likes likes the prequels. So um, I think that they're starting to get a little more love now. But um, you know, Obi Wan has always been, like I said, my favorite. the The show was great. I loved it. You know, for me, it. I guess if I had to rank it among the different Disney Plus shows, I would put it at the top or close to the top. Uh, Mandalorian being really close to that. So, um, you know, that's kind of my overall, I guess, general. Um, but how about you? So for me, I think I loved it. But I'm I'm a casual Star Wars fan. I've seen all the movies. Um, I haven't watched all the the spinoff series and everything, but I enjoy the the franchise, right? And I I loved it. I thought it was great. I liked the whole storyline. Um, I liked having I really liked having Leia in there. But my problem with Leia, and maybe we'll talk more about it later, is <clears throat> I thought of that girl as like a six or seven year old girl, not a ten year old girl, just from a casting standpoint. Um, but so that kind of bugged me throughout the series, to be honest. Yeah, she she actually is not was not even ten whenever they recorded. She was younger, so you're right. Like nine though, she wasn't that far off. Yeah, not not that far off, but yeah, it wasn't like they had a two year old out there, I guess. But still, so no, I I loved it overall. Um, And then, so Gene, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so um, you guys know we've we've talked about this before that I've always considered myself uh, a big big fan, maybe a super fan. Then I met Kevin, and so now I'm pretty much a casual fan compared to Kevin. but I, uh, I love Star Wars. It's been a part of my life since I was, you know, six years old. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was not my favorite character until the prequels. And then, um, and then the Clone Wars just solidified that. But he is, without a doubt, my favorite character. And uh, so I was super excited for this series. Um, I, I, overall, I loved it. I was very satisfied. There were things about it that, uh, as it, you know, I was, I was disappointed at first because, Obi-Wan Kenobi was, you know, he had a redemption arc, obviously, and he was beaten down. He was frustrated. He was lonely. He was, I don't know all the the adjectives to use, but he wasn't the Obi-Wan that we knew. And that was disappointing, but, but I understand. I mean, only disappointing from the standpoint of, I like the character so much. I wanted to see him in all of his glory. And we ended up back to see the, the Obi-Wan that he was. And so it was very, very satisfying to see that. I love Leia. I thought she um, really captured the essence of, of the character uh, of Leia Organa that, that Carrie Fisher portrayed. I mean, just the snarkiness and the attitude and uh, the toughness and all those things. Um, she really, she really captured that. I really love the way that um, whenever, you know, you know that, that she named her son Ben and nobody really ever got that. Now you kind of understand it a little bit. Um, there's so many things I liked about it. Uh, Reva, I didn't like her at first. Then mm-hmm. I did. Um, so many things about it. First, it, it built. Um, it's not perfect. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm like Kevin. I'm like Kevin. I, I, I don't hate the prequels. Um, one is okay. Two and three. Two is better than okay. And three is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I love Revenge of the Sith. And I love the whole, we've talked, we've talked about this. I love the, the whole arc of, of Anakin. I love the, the brotherhood. And we saw that again in this, in this series. It was very, very satisfying. I, mean, I loved it. I loved it. Well, and something that you said, it just made me realize, I think why I enjoyed the prequels more over time is because of the Clone Wars. I think mm-hmm. the way it fleshed out Obi-Wan as a character it made the more episodes of that that I watched, the more that I enjoyed the prequels. So mm-hmm. I think that's where he became my favorite character because of that series. 
even though it was, you know, an animated series, I think that's where it really solidified it for me. Um, and then something else you said about, um, you know, Leia as a kid, you can really, something I really enjoyed on this is that you can really see how um, she embodies, you know, Carrie Fisher, but also Padme. I think you can see a little bit of her in, in her as well. And a lot of Anakin too, though. And Anakin, whenever she picks yeah. up the droid and starts working on him, I mean, it's just like she's got, she's the natural with mm -hmm. that and already exhibiting, you know, um, signs of the force and things like that. So um, something that I'd always thought with watching the sequel trilogy is that um, they named Ben, you know, Ben Solo. I, I thought that that may have come from the relationship between Han and Obi-Wan. But after this, it's pretty clear that, to me anyway, that mm -hmm. Ben was named more from um, Leia because of her, you know, kind of seeing him as more of a father figure, you know, father adjacent protector kind of thing. Uh, the relationship that she had from this, it's not what I expected at all. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I was, the, the biggest disappointment for me was that they didn't spend as much time with Luke when I mean, you only hear him say like two words, the whole show. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I was, even though that was kind of a downside, I really enjoyed them fleshing out Leia. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I, again, same thing. I, I, I thought it was great. Um, so, okay. So Johnny, we want to get your take on this too. And that's why we brought you on to this. Yeah. Business. So I, yep. A bit of a warning, you're walking into a little bit of an ambush here because we all had the <laughs> opportunity to listen to your show, um, Breaking Down the I, I didn't. I wanted to be fresh. I didn't, okay. I didn't on purpose because I, I wanted I to be fresh. I will after this, though. So, yeah. So, and, and I did. And that's what kind of made me think of the idea. Is, as I was talking to these guys about it, I'm like, this is perfect because it's a kind of opposing views. And I, I don't want to give away too much about But why don't you give us your, your side of the story here on, on what well, you think about it? Well, just like furthering Lonnie's beliefs that we're the same person, it sounds like our Star Wars background is very similar too. Where I'm, I'm more the casual Star Wars fan. I've seen all the movies, but I haven't watched Clone Wars yet. I haven't gone through Rebels and watched all that. And it, it sounds like I, I kind of I've heard that from other fans too. Is if you watch the animated series, it kind of fixes a lot of the things that most people yeah. didn't like yeah. about the first three movies. So. Because I haven't seen those yet, I, I to me the first three movies really aren't that great. They have elements in them that that I love, but for the most part, they're like more towards the bottom of my favorites list. Um, so I was coming into Obi Wan hoping like, okay, this this is Star Wars's chance to pull a Marvel move here, where they take an old project or old characters that like maybe they didn't do it the right way, and this is their chance to like fix all those mistakes and like loop it around so like now you're like okay now i love these characters almost like what they just did with the, that new spider-man movie a lot of people didn't like andrew garfield's two right. spider-man movies but now like it feels like coming out of that spider-man movie he was everybody's favorite part of that movie was oh my andrew garfield was so amazing so mm -hmm. I, I was hoping that star wars was gonna kind of take a page out of that book and, and do the same thing here and, and and fix a lot of that and when you heard that um Hayden Christensen was going to be coming back and be in the episode. I'm like, this is perfect for him and his career because you kind of feel bad for him. Like, I, I feel like it, it really wasn't his acting that was the problem. It was just the material just wasn't that good I for, for me in those first three movies. So I think a lot of fans kind of probably rag on him probably a little harder than than his career deserved. And 
I was yeah. hoping that this movie would or this show would give him a chance to kind of redeem himself. But that's kind of what I'm getting around to here was why I was kind of like, I, I didn't hate the show. I was just kind of like, eh, like just kind of neutral or almost a little bit let down by it because I, I just wanted Obi-Wan and Anakin slash Vader content. Like I wanted as much of that as possible focused mm -hmm. on just their relationship and building their their stories and, and filling in the gaps between the movies and where they are in this show and i felt like they put just way too much effort or or uh, screen time into these new like side characters and some of them they didn't even make it out of the show like the tala lady that they introduced i mean she did a good job acting i think on the show but like i was like i mean to me you could have taken almost her character roken and um haja those those mm -hmm. three new characters and just squish them all into one person and just and shorten up their individual storylines and just put more time into the Obi-Wan and the Vader stuff because as a as a casual Star Wars fan, that's what that's what I was there for. I was there for the Obi-Wan stuff and the and the Vader stuff and I wanted as much lightsaber battles as I could get and in in those those moments of like going back in time. So like episode five was my favorite episode because it starts off right out of the gate back mm -hmm. like in somewhere around that that movie two three type of time frame where they were training together and then they would show you like an element of their personality from back in the day and then they would go to like the present day time on the show and okay see this is where this part of their personality today comes from because of what mm -hmm. you just saw back here and then they go back in time again give you a different kind of element and then come back to present day and do it again and i i love that part or that that style for that episode and when the when the series was over i thought back and i was like i wish they did that formula for every single episode i wish every episode had moments from back I in that love. like episode two yeah. episode three type of time frame three you could have had uh ahsoka tano have have a, have an appearance on the show with back back way back when she was um with anakin in the beginning so I felt like they kind of they missed out on some opportunities to to bring in like the characters that people really wanted to see, and they introduced these new ones that like we just didn't need. Like nobody nobody was asking or begging. I think for like new characters and new new sides to the the Star Wars family, you just wanted the one you just wanted the classics. So I went into this one thinking that that I wanted just all this Obi Wan versus Vader type of storyline, and and that's that was it, right? I just wanted. Yeah lightsaber battles but i really loved the way they did it and i, I liked having um reva come in like the third sister because so kevin one of the questions i had about this was she is only in star wars so far in um the the jedi fallen order game right is that where she comes I from i don't think reva's in there she's not the third she's sister one of the, she's one of the inquisitors but she's not in that game huh okay but other inquisitors are and other That's inquisitors right. are in um um, rebels and so we know we you know if you've seen those shows if you played the game i was so i was talking with a friend of mine um yesterday and and he wanted to kind of he's he's more of a casual fan uh, but has become more of a fan and so he always wants to talk star wars and um so you know we were talking about our thoughts and he said i just feel like there was so much so many gaps and there was so much missed and i'm like have you watched the clone wars he's like no i said have you watched rebels no i was like well so he didn't understand the inquisitors and so you need, I said, you know, to really understand some of this stuff, to really get the, the best out of this, you really have to have that background. It's not that you don't have to have that background, but you do. Um, Johnny, I, I get what you're saying, Johnny, 
Yeah, I, do I, will, uh, I will strongly disagree. I'm just, uh, I, I do. I do feel. Right, like, let's go. Come on, Jim. Yeah, right. Let's go, man. Let me tell you. Um, You're wrong. You just, are so wrong. I, I, I completely do. I do get it. Um, yes. Um, so, with the other shows we, we've seen, where you get like fatigue of characters, right? And so they couldn't have done six episodes of nothing but Vader and lightsaber battles. And maybe they could have, but. But I just I feel like that might have been a little bit of of character fatigue and they needed to flesh some of these things out um, as far as like the um, I have a couple different thoughts about the the flashback sequence. I loved it, too. I thought it was so cool. Um, if you read anything online, people were giving it all kind of hate because of the, the effects. They didn't de-age either one of them. But I mean, we're just so spoiled now where. 10 years ago, you didn't DA, or maybe a little bit more than that. You didn't de-age anybody. You just, actors that were 35 years old played 14-year-olds. You know? I've got a theory on right. that. You know, we just, that's what we did. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the way it's what I grew up seeing. That's what you see. It's not a big deal. Um, but they did do the flashbacks in every single episode of Boba Fett. And so it, it's already been done. If, if they would have done that every episode, I feel like it would have been a little formulaic. But I do like the idea of it. It's not that I, it's not that I hate what you're saying at all. Um, I, I do understand what you're saying. I, I did enjoy the characters. I thought that um, my, my mind is blank. The, the fake Jedi. I thought he was funny. Uh, Tala, Tala, I thought, served a purpose to show that there were other people that were non-force sensitive that were working to get these force sensitive folks out. And it was, I think it was showing some of the seeds of the Rebel Alliance that, that we'll see later on in Rebels. And so um, I do get what you're saying. Not, you know, um, but, but I do, you know, I do see, I see why they did what they did. Yeah. I think that I kind of agree with, I kind of understand now, um, without having seen some of those extra things, it makes it really hard. So I think that the direction of the writing was more geared toward people that have seen all that content and that I can see where they might've fallen short on that. Um, something that I picked up on that I think some others picked up on online was, did y'all see that every episode lines up with one of the six original movies? Did you kind of see that? No. I so I've got notes that I put together on that. So episode one. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lines up with Phantom Menace. You know, Luke uh, doing some pod racing moves, and Leia has a decoy just like she does in Phantom mm -hmm. Menace. Um, and the second episode, more like Attack of the Clones, clone trooper on the street, you know, kind of begging for money or food. Um, you know, they got the underworld where uh, uh, Obi-Wan is going. He gets offered the death sticks in the second, you know, Attack of the Clones. Well, mm -hmm. in this one, uh, his own daughter plays a character that offers him spice, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, then in the third episode, Revenge of the Sith, you know, Obi-Wan was burning, you know, burning just like Anakin was burned. He kind of flipped that that rollover. Uh, episode four was like a new hope, you know, interrogation of little Leia, just like Leia was interrogated by the droid. Um, Obi-Wan sneaking around, putting a home, homing beacon on her droid the same way that um, Darth Vader had the homing beacon put on the Falcon. Uh, then in episode five, lines up with Empire, Obi-Wan chooses to go to Vader and leave others like Luke. Um, then Vader walks into the base, very similar to the way he walks into Echo Base. Um, and then in Return of the Jedi, um, on Episode Six, you know Reva rejects the dark and redeems herself, just like 
just like uh, Luke or like Anakin does at the end. Uh, Vader's slightly unmasked, same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one finds peace and becomes one with the Force after being attacked by the flying objects, just like Luke. And then, you know, the Force ghosts at the end, you know, the special that we've been waiting for for six episodes to see Qui-Gon, and he shows up at the last second. So no. that's one That's one of the gripes I have. I wish Qui-Gon would have been there a little more. I wish he could have convened with Yoda some. I mean, th- I think they left a lot of that out. That's that's my beef with it. Um, you know, wait until the very end. But I know that they filmed this thinking it would be a one and done, but I'm really hopeful that they – I mean, it, it – the numbers on this show have topped every other show that they've ever done. So I think it was like 1.7 million views, something like that. Uh, viewers like the first day. So despite all the hate too, because there was a lot, a lot, a lot. There always is. About this. And there always is. I mean, yes. just like with whenever um, the last Jedi came out, I think there was a lot of people that attacked that. I mean, and yeah. you know, there's always, going to be some up and down but um one of the other things that you mentioned was kind of the the redemption um you know the original trilogy was the fall and then the or the prequel trilogy was the fall of vader and then the redemption of vader in the Mm second in the original trilogy well i think this like you said this was kind of like ewan and hayden's way to redeem themselves as actors through um this show i mean it really gave them a chance to come back um, I know that, or I've heard that that they both did all of their own training with lightsabers and actually fought each other. So whenever you saw the de aging or the without the de aging, they were physically fighting. I mean, they they learned all their moves, and uh, even Hayden didn't get hardly any FaceTime other than the flashbacks. But he was in the suit. I mean, right? Say, he was in the suit though. That's, and he was like, he was like the commitment to that character was great on his part. And just the way he walked and the way he did everything, it was just really good. He he embraced it. And instead of walking in with his tail between his legs, he he went in chin up high and just took it on and was like, you know what, I'm going to make this mine. And he did. He he is Vader now. I mean, yeah. in my mind. So, what well, one of the things that they did with the character, which they they did in Rebels as well, when Vader was. Um, basically his helmet sliced open by Ahsoka. Um, yeah. They combined the voices of uh, James Earl Jones and Matt Lanner, who does the voice of Anakin Skywalker. They did the same thing. The voice kind of went Anakin, Vader, Anakin, Vader, and then combined at some point. It was so cool. And I was just, it was just a neat thing. But even yeah, I think Vader would talk. It's like it was James Earl Jones's voice, but you could still kind of hear mm-hmm. Hayden in it. Mm-hmm. It was yep. really cool. Yeah, and I thought, an awesome scene. yeah, Gene, that one. And then the other one that I loved was when they were putting Vader together, you know, yeah. when were, oh, all man. the pieces were coming in. I think, yeah. Johnny, you mentioned it on your show about this, like from the original one, how that was kind of, it was cool. Right. But this episode, when I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, this is one of the coolest things I've seen. And you got a piece of that in uh, Rogue One too, right? Just a little piece, just a snippet. Yeah. But this, oh, this oh, is so much better. blew it away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so Kevin, you had mentioned something about it was supposed to be filmed as a, a kind of a one limited series, right? Six mm-hmm. episodes, and that was it. But with the response they've got, I don't know how Disney doesn't do a second season. So, um, what yeah. do you guys want to see out of a second season? So, so Kevin, I want to get to you last, actually, because I, okay. I think all you right. probably have the most in-depth <laughs> overview. No, honestly, I want to I want to save that for right now. Okay. And Johnny, will you go walk us around? Then we'll go to Gene and over to Kevin. Deborah Chow's yeah. already called him. 
the director. <laughs> So it feels this season was obviously very centered around Obi-Wan and Leia. So I don't know how you can build more relationship between Obi-Wan and Luke because they really don't have much interaction. But I'd love to see whether it's a bounce back between the two of them. But I'd love to see more younger Luke material come up with with season two. And I like Kevin kind of hinted out there like we all were just waiting and waiting, waiting for for the Qui-Gon force ghost to show up. So I love more force ghosts showing up in uh, in season two and see I, I'll add in too. I, I was hoping that we were going to get Qui-Gon in the battle or the fight scene between um, Obi-Wan and Anakin when he cuts his mask. I was because all I could think about in that moment was like Obi-Wan like that was your chance like you you needed to end it right there like you should have killed him right there and to me that was like the chance where I, that's what i wanted to see the force ghost qui-gon show up and like kind of center um obi-wan and like kind of bring him back from doing something that he would regret and and that would be the reason that that obi-wan didn't end it with anakin or darth raider right mm -hmm. there because you think of how how scary this character is and you can obviously see what they're building to like if how does obi-wan not stop this this evil force right here even though they obviously have that 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 backstory and that relationship and and that closeness but that would have been his moment to end it and to me you could have had qui-gon show up there and it would have been just perfect but just like i said for this season i, I wanted more of the characters that i already know that i already like so like like you would say, crawl there. Give me give me some Force Ghost Yoda, or so give me some more of those characters that that yeah. Star Wars fans already know and love for for mm -hmm. season two. Yeah, and what about Eugene? What do you want to see? Yeah, I, I agree with you about uh, more Qui Gon. I think that um, I gotta believe that that going into this, they felt like they were gonna there, that there was a possibility of a season two. I think that Qui Gon may have been saved for that. I might be wrong. Um, I read some things that said if, if you look if you if you watch this series thinking that this was originally supposed to it was supposed to be a movie, and they 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 after um, Han Solo didn't do as well as they wanted they they decided to focus on TV series and they made this into a TV series and so if you watch this thinking this this was a movie that's been expanded then it changes things a little bit and and you understand some things um, I don't know what but you understand some things. Um, but I think that Qui-Gon was held back maybe for that. Maybe um, I'd like to see, I, I just don't think there's going to be some interaction with Luke. Uh, I would like to see some behind the scenes, maybe stealthy protection. I don't know. Um, or uh, pulled away from, from Tatooine uh, because he's needed to do something else. Um, something else, maybe with other Jedi, you know, that, that are, that are, you know, have, have left, you know, the, under, the the underground path, you know, however, however, um, I, I haven't any spec, I don't have any other speculation apart from that. Um, but I just want more, I want more star Wars. I want more Kenobi. I don't care. And, or I wasn't, you know, I wasn't very excited about the Mandalorian, but then I loved it. Uh, I'm not very excited about Andor, but I'm sure I'm going to love it, man. Look, I don't care what it is. I just want more star Wars. <laughs> fair, fair enough. All right, Kevin, I'm, I've been re actually really excited to hear kind of your take on this, um, on, on what you think you want to see next. Okay. So I love what they did with Leia and, and everything. I don't think that the season two would need to focus much on that. I think that as a director, they're going to have a lot of pressure to bring her back some way because of how well she was received. But I think that that would, for me, it would kind of, diluted a little bit. I want to know more about the path. I want to know, 
I want Obi Wan to find Quinlan Boss. I want them to go on an adventure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, good. Quinlan Boss is apparently still alive. I want him to find out what happened in the tomb with all the Jedi that are, you know, encased in amber. I want to know, you know, how's I want to see the Emperor and how he's pulling apart, you know, Jedi capturing them from the path, and and Obi Wan maybe rescuing some as they're being captured because I believe that what they're doing in that in that tomb area is that they're harvesting uh, genetic material to then look for cloning and maybe making the emperor stronger, whatever. Uh, so I'd like to know a little bit more about that. There are so many hidden messages and stuff on the walls. Um, you get, your, I've got an Arabesh translator that I'll get out in the, and after watching one episode, I'll go through and find <laughs> things written on the wall. And it's like, Oh man, that's a guy from the, from that was in, um, in legends, it's no longer canon. So, are they going to bring them back? I mean, there's so many stories out there, and I think the best thing about Star Wars is they, they're not afraid to recycle an unused idea or an idea that was originally part of canon and bringing it back in, um, and just kind of going full on. I think, you know, like you said, more more interaction with Qui Gon. Um, I want if I do see more about Luke, I want to see him learn how to fly. I want him see how he gets his T-16. You know, mm -hmm. now he's got the toy. I want to see him, you know, work, save some money up and get that and try to, you know, see how shoot he... Some rats. Yeah, shoot some Wop Rats. <laughs> um, you know, some more times. It would. I think it'd be kind of cool if he somehow runs into Cal Kestis. I mean, it's very likely that that could happen. Um, maybe run into Kersantan from... I'd like to see some way there because that, that timeline is 10 years after um, Revenge of the Sith, but there's still 10 more years before A New Hope. So there's there's some gaps in there where they could really expand on some of that, um, some of that that gap. I mean, I think they, they would be at a huge loss if they don't explore the path a whole lot more. I mean, there's so many different things they can do with that. And so many spinoffs from this series that could go into multiple other series, just following around um, Quinlan Voss, because I think, and I don't know if it's still canon, but he actually ends up marrying um, Asajj Ventress. I think it is canon. I think that's a that's a book um, yeah. that was written after after. And so, you know. if that happens, okay, then they somehow they end up going to um, um, what's the name of the planet where she's from, Dathomir. So maybe they go back to Dathomir and somehow cross paths with Maul and then Maul gets somehow brought into the show. I mean, obviously Maul doesn't know about Luke in the, in the Repels episode, he finds out there he's protecting Luke and that's kind of why he draw, how he draws him out. But I mean, he's relentlessly trying to find him. And so we know there's a big spice trade going on. Uh, we know that, um, that Obi-Wan could, is, is there at the same time. We know that, um, that Maul is running his criminal empire, um, kind of in the in the shadows. So, kind of seeing how all that interacts with each other. I, I mean, I think they could just go on and on and on. It's just so much potential there. And I I really like what you said about pulling Darth Maul in. That's my son's favorite character. He loves him. I think we talked on the music episode. Even he loves like uh, with the hit Darth Maul's theme song. Bill of the Bites. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Caleb loves that. So that's his favorite character. So I would like to see that. I mean, more just for him. Um, but 
I'd like to see more of Riva too. I really thought her story arc was good. I like that she was one of the younglings there when Anakin went there. Um, and I like that she turned into, you know, semi good in the end, right? She at least mm-hmm. didn't kill the young Luke, um, which I thought was, was, was really cool. I really liked her character in general. Um, so I'd like to see more of her and what, what happens with her in the future and how she develops. Um, but I think that's, that's what I want to see that. And then, Obviously, just more of, of Vader and, and Obi-Wan, because I love yeah. both of those characters. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Anything that um, anything else that you guys want to want to bring up about your thoughts on, on the series or um, other things you'd like to see corrected in a future show? No? Okay. I, I will tell you that one thing that I did, I did enjoy seeing was more, uh, more about Order 66. We, you know, we saw some of it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we saw it in, in Revenge of the Sith. Then we saw um, pieces of it in what cartoon? Um, well, the, 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 the final episode, uh, the final season, of, the final episode of the Clone Wars. Uh, we, we saw it in um, the Mandalorian with Grogu. We saw his, his kind of look back on it. We saw it in the Bad Batch. We've seen little glimpses. And so this just adds to it. Uh, I would like to see more about that I would like to know how Grogu escaped. I would like to know, I would just like to know how, you know, more about how how Kestis and um, just others escaped. I want to, I want to see that. I think, I think that that'd be a great story. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think that would be something that even a casual Star Wars fan like me, I don't know who any of those people are, but I do, uh, (laughs) I I do think it would be an interesting story um, to be able to see and, and, learn that history i guess and pull it into um to something more easily digestible i guess than than going and reading all the old novels and and all that type of thing okay any other uh any other comments on obi-wan kenobi i guess if okay so let's give it a rating if you guys were going to get a rating of zero to ten um kevin what are you going to give it um 9.5 wow okay gene what about you 15 out of 10 every time Really? Okay. <laughs> Johnny, where are you falling on this? Ah, uh, see so now they're gonna hate me. I'm 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 probably more like in the just kind of average. Like it was definitely better than a lot of the movies that I didn't like, but to me it just wasn't up to the the, the top tier type of quality. So I, I kind of slot it in like the probably a seven point three, seven point four, <laughs> something That's like better that. Average. And this yeah, is where it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. It just wasn't it just wasn't in that top tier for me. And um, what, my favorite Star Wars anything is mando and yeah. th- to me they're just absolutely crushing that show every time that guy is on scene i am like just fully into it i'm completely captivated by his lines his backstory absolutely everything the dark saber it is hands down my favorite star wars project so that's a disney plus show so i just i can't put obi-wan anywhere close to to that so level for me to- i'm curious what what about cad bane or are, are you more into the spaghetti Love western cad side bane. Okay, yeah. so you, Lo- you like love Cad Bane. Like that that's that one scene is like probably yeah. one of my favorite that's scenes. That's a great scene though. It is any a- start like oh my it just gave me goosebumps watching that. Yeah. It was so awesome. I kinda awesome I kinda scene. got your I, I kinda understand your background because I mean that is something that Star Wars does great when they do the Western kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really bring that home. And mm-hmm. I think Cad Bane kind of embodies that like that awesome Western, you know, here comes the bad guy into town kind of thing and and Man- yep. Mando, you know, built that other role. I think if they could explore that a little more, I mean, 
you know, it, it doesn't end well for Cad Bane, but nobody ever dies. So you never know. He <laughs> could be back. Yeah. And, and for me, I think I'm going to give it a nine. I would put it just below what I think Mandalorian is of like a nine and a half. Cause Mandalorian is one of my favorite shows and probably my favorite star Wars um, content as well. Along with, you know, I think we were talking in the chat. I mean, Rogue One is well, another one that I just love. I, I think that the Mandalorian, you don't really have to, you don't really have to be mm-hmm. um, as in the weeds as, as I am. And, and some of the, um, other fans like digging into the backstories and all the comics and all the other stuff. I mean, sure. It may, I think that's what made Obi-Wan so much better for me, but um, Mandalorian is right up there with it and it stands alone. I mean, you don't really need to know much at all about star Wars. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many people that had never seen anything star Wars until that. And they loved it. So, Oh yeah. I I have family that are, that I have a nephew that went to see, see one of the prequels with me. And um, I joked about dressing up and he's like, come really. And when we went, he was, he was like uh, in college. And I remember driving up. He's like, I hope we don't see anybody that, you know, that I know here. It was like a midnight, you know, midnight first showing. And uh, now this guy is, you know, this years later, this is a, 38 year old man with a wife and, you know, a couple of kids. And, um, we were at my, you know, family, a family thing and, and Mando came out and his whole family, they were all excited to go and watch it, you know, but and they don't watch any star Wars. They don't know anything about star Wars. They don't care. It's just good. It's just good TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say, add one more thing. You mentioned costumes. One thing that I was able to score today, I got a four day pass for celebration. So, I'm going to be where is London? Huh? What's that? London, right? In London. Overseas. Awesome. So I'm going to try to cross the pond if everything goes well and, and try to see some, see some of the people up up close. So, all right. So Kevin, now are you bringing your family with you on this? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Um, Uh, so what? So it's a four-day what? Star Wars festival? Is it? Is it like D twenty-three where they're announcing new things and stuff I, like that? I don't really. I've never been to a con. I've never been to a convention ever on anything. And so I want this year was the first year that I really watched a lot of the panels and stuff that they had available online, and I was hooked. I watched it all. I watched every minute of everything they put online, and I ate it up like, you know, couldn't get enough. So. Um, it was just like watching something produced for me. I, I love picking up on every little crumb that they put out there. And so I was like, man, this would be really cool to go. I was hoping that they would have it in the States again, but they put it in London. So I was like, ah, that's going to be kind of tough to swing, but we'll see. That's amazing. So you got your tickets to that. When, when is that again? It's like next, what? It's April 7th April. through the 10th. So, God, And that's probably a good time weather-wise and everything else to be in London, but yeah, but not. It's over Easter weekend, so that makes it a little harder. Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> but I will say that this morning, I think the the um, the VIP pass sold out in thirty seconds. I wasn't able to get that. The four day pass sold out in like ten minutes. I was barely able to get that. So um, wow, wow. everything is now sold out. I think, except for just some days. Wow. Well, that's, that's amazing that you were able to get in. Cause I know you were talking about wanting to go. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. But I can't really give you much crap for it um, because I left my family with my newborn child and my wife and my four other kids to go down to marathon <laughs> weekend. So, yeah. so I went to Disney without any of my kids. 
but you crossed the finish line in your first marathon. So that's true. Right. That's true. And it was well worth it. Even yeah. If I still get yelled at about it. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, Johnny, again, thanks for joining us to talk about Obi-Wan. Um, we are now going to move into what uh, is, I think, our fan base's favorite segment of the show. Gotta uh, be. Yeah. Quacking up with the ducks. Um, so let's see. Who's Who wants to go first? Anybody? Any volunteers? I can go first if you'd like. Okay. Um, yeah, go for it. So I'm just curious. Do, do you guys, if you wanted popcorn, maybe a Snickers bar, maybe a hot dog, what's what Star Wars character do you think you'd go to for that? No idea? No idea. Admiral Snack Bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it was a trap for sure. <laughs> That's his favorite kind of music too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. All right, <laughs> all right. Who else, who else is uh, who's going next? I can go next. All right. So mine's mine's a Star Wars one as well. And you may, you may have heard this one before, but uh, if Chewie's short for Chewbacca, Ben Kenobi is short for Obi Wan Kenobi. What is Luke short for? A stormtrooper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right johnny do you got do you got a joke yeah i'm I'm ready to go and this one comes with an impression so sorry if uh, (laughs) i I won't charge you guys any extra you're raising the bar here this is right (laughs) so do you guys know why episodes four five and six came out before episodes one two and three tell us johnny because in charge of directing Yoda was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh, I've got I've got one. Uh, it's a math joke, so hopefully Kevin gets it. Um, what do you get when you put root beer in a square glass? <laughs> beer. <laughs> I, I really think Kevin's the only one that got it. Or it's just not funny. Um, <laughs> no, get it? If you, yeah. The root. root. Yeah, if you square the root, you're back to just one. Or, you know. yeah. Oh, boy. Oof, okay. Man, that's rough. <laughs> so I was trying to get there. I was trying to get there. I, just the math wasn't, it just wasn't on the tip of my, you know? That's a tough crowd. So I have a list of jokes. That <laughs> that's I a tough do. joke, man. You're really smart to get that no, one. Okay, so you got to understand, though, too, what I do for a living is I talk to engineers all day long, right? Uh-huh. So I like to that have must a list kill. of jokes. That must kill in that room. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, so, you know, coming from that audience at work to to you fellas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm the same way. I try to give some of those jokes at work and stuff, and people are like, I have no clue what you're saying. <laughs> I, I've started even doing our staff meetings where I give like a, a corny dad joke at the beginning to crack everyone up. Nobody ever laughs, but yeah. it gets people talking a little bit. And my boss even brought it up on my review. So, you know. She's like, I like that. I like the icebreaker. Um, so I think people do like corny jokes more than they let on. Um, except for my children. They they legit hate them. But that's so, why we have them, right? Yeah. That's what they're for. They're a captive audience. They don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. kid's job too. You can never admit that your that your parents are funny. You, it's not right. you're not allowed to laugh at your parents. Mm-hmm. Not at all. That's no. that's true. That's true. Okay, well, thank you everyone for joining us tonight on our conversation with Johnny J from the DMSW podcast. And Johnny, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you um, on the socials, on your podcast, that type of thing. Sure, yeah. The the best place to reach out first is on Instagram at the DMSW podcast. 
you can shoot me an email, the DMSW podcast at gmail.com. And you can find me in all your major podcasting apps under same thing. The DMSW podcast, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. DMSW. Awesome. And thanks again, Johnny, for joining us. Um, and uh, as far as the ducks go. Me. Yeah. Anytime, yeah, man. On. Um, as for the ducks, you can find us over on Facebook. Come join the flock in our, uh, our Disney with the ducks, Facebook group. Um, you can follow our page on Instagram um, at Disney with the ducks. And we're also on Twitter at Disney with, I'm sorry, Disney with the D1. Um, so we're on all those. Um, we're still working on this Tinder page. We talk about it every week. We just haven't got it going yet. <laughs> we haven't got the right angle for the selfie um, right. to put on there yet. So uh, so we're still working through through the kinks there. But um, Kevin and Gene, thank you guys for bringing all your Star Wars knowledge. Um, I'm always amazed when I talk to you guys. Just the depth of knowledge you have is is amazing and such a, a, a fun way to discuss the show. Um, again, hopefully you guys caught the spoiler warning at the beginning because basically you know everything that <laughs> you're, happens. You're going to be very mad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we don't want you yelling at us. Um, but if you do want to yell at us, send all the complaints to uh, Jeff Positano Lonnie. And, and Lonnie G. Lonnie. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, if you can, please go out and give us a review on Apple podcasts, on Spotify, on anywhere that you're going to listen to our podcast. And, uh, we strive for five stars, but if you don't want to give us five stars, um, let us know why, right? What can we do better? We're new at this podcasting thing. Um, I think we've been having a lot of fun engaging with the community and we have a good time putting these shows out. So, um, we hope you guys listen next time. And for all of my co-hosts and for our special guest joining us, Johnny J, I just want to say Quaharini. Sith Lords are our speciality. May the force be with you. Quack, quack. Bye, guys. See ya. Yes, we finally got rid of Jeff and Carly. <laughs> just kidding i want to keep carly around why is it so oh, easy to get rid of us but they, they yeah. you can't get rid of them can't. oh man boys night out let's go guys yeah <laughs> oh yeah we have only uh, only the fellas on tonight right okay uh, i didn't do my vocal exercises this morning so bear, bear with me unique here, new york unique new york red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather my daughter stuck her head in, in my office a minute ago, or a few minutes ago, and uh, when I was talking and said, do you want Chick-fil-A? And oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Do you even have to ask that question? That's, that's an automatic yes, that's right? That's given right there. <laughs> I'm not going to no Bucky's. I, I'm not going out of my way to go to a gas station. It's the biggest gas, gas station. The biggest gas station I've ever been to, and the cleanest bathrooms. There's no, there are no cleaner public restrooms in the world. That's the only gas station where that you have a shopping cart. Mm -hmm. Oh, hmm. you can get a deer stand there. <laughs> I mean, like burn, burn pits, crawfish cookers, probably not where you live, but I mean, they've got everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a city person. I don't I don't kill my food. I just go and have <laughs> get it from the butcher. I don't need a deer stand. <laughs> Everybody needs a deer stand. What am I, gonna yeah, do with man. It? I don't even have a tree big enough to put it in. <laughs>